You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. WTUG HD2 Northport W265CG Tuscaloosa Tide 100.9 And screaming on the Tide WTUG HD2 Northport And W265CG Tuscaloosa A Town Square Media Station One man to beat, you could forget about it Touchdown Alabama Tide 100.9 And screaming on the Tide 100.9 app Alabama, first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room. And watch the watch work out in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to pick it, and I run him back to the Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston, giving you one hour of intense, hard hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Money, money, money. Dollar, dollar. Dollar, dollar. Ching, ching, bling, bling. Touch a chatter. You ain't talking money, then you're talking no matter. Ching, ching, bling, bling. Good morning. Welcome to the Martin Houston Show. You heard a little money, 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 money. Yes, and absolutely. We'll be talking about money, 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 and what that means for the University of Alabama, the Crimson Tide. Absolutely, as Coach Nick Saban uh, and and uh, A.D. Burns uh, got contract extensions and raises. Uh, so kudos to them. We'll be breaking that down uh, <laughs> over the next uh, next hour or so, inviting you to get in on the conversation. This is the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on Tide 100.9. Uh, on your radio airways, as well as on the Martin Heath Radio Network uh, on Facebook. Uh, of course, if you're looking to join us, uh, join Martin Houston fan page, uh, as well as uh, you can tune in on several other outlets, including ACO Sports uh, on social media as well. Also, don't forget about YouTube and Twitter at Martin Houston 35 on Twitter. Great show lined up for you today. We want to get you in on that conversation. So you can call us on the Alabama One Hotline at 205-342-9904-205. God almighty. Uh, I just drew a blank on the, the number. I've only said it a million times. Uh, 342-9904. Uh, guys, don't get old. Well, actually, you do want to get old. Just don't have COVID where it, it just caused you to have blank uh, in your memory. 205-342-9904, the Alabama One Hotline. We're open for business, inviting you to get in on the conversation on that Alabama One Hotline. We got a great show lined up for you today. It's a wild card Wednesday, so we have a lot of different topics and things we want to talk about uh, today. Uh, of course, uh, 
you know, uh, biggest questions remaining. We started that conversation yesterday, of course. Uh, and then uh, we can also, uh, on the Wild Card Wednesday, talk about uh, a couple different things. I, I saw something on the Internet. It's called the Hammer Move. Um, don't know if you've seen it. It's called the Hammer, I should say. Uh, see if you guys know anything about that. On a would-you-rather question, would you rather have Nick Saban for the next eight years or guaranteed uh, two nationals, uh, two natties, in, 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 uh, or would you rather have him eight years and play it out? If he had to leave today, you, you Alabama would have uh, two more national titles, getting us to, to 20, or would you rather have Nick Saban on the sideline for the next eight years? So uh, that's just a just a fun question to think about. Hey, we didn't talk about Bryce Young and his Dr. Pepper commercial. Uh, we can talk about that. We, we had NASCAR connecting with uh, University of Alabama, big time sponsorship partnership there. Uh, be interesting to see if that uh, trickles down to any of the players. Uh, two of the biggest sports uh Things in the South, the University of Alabama and NASCAR connecting. Uh, so definitely want to talk about that. And we started a little conversation on Tyler Steen yesterday. We can pick that back up. Uh, and we want to invite you to join us on the conversation. Don't forget, you can also chat us up at the various outlets. We love to hear uh, your thoughts and comments there. And we'll bring those into the conversation. Remember that this is the day that the Lord has made. So let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone. Be the difference you want to see in the world today. Good morning, X. How you doing, sir? Is X there? Good morning. I'm doing good. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. So, uh... Uh, had had a little money playing there with a uh, little money jingle playing there when we first came on the air. Uh, what are your thoughts, Nick Saban, uh, signing a contract extension and getting a pay raise, um, getting him a little over eleven million dollars um, over the next. I mean, uh, yeah, a little over eleven million dollars for the next eight years, averaging out contract. Um, Big deal, no deal, uh, matter at all? Oh, major deal, major deal. I mean, you get to lock in the greatest coach of all time for another eight years. And just to go ahead and answer that question, I'm taking him for eight more years because I, I see more than two national championships in eight more years just based off of his track record. So I think this is is huge highest paid coach again and you're talking about just what he's done for the university of alabama i saw the somebody break it down uh the just the student growth you went from twenty three thousand to just up under thirty nine thousand students so you look at that revenue for the university you look at what that means for the city of tuscaloosa and businesses in tuscaloosa as well there's been a major boom since coach Saban has been here yeah, absolutely. And that's that's another thing that would um, may hit a little bit talking about money, uh, something the university is involved in. Uh, uh, and, and I, I, you know, I, you know, of course, ran for mayor of Tuscaloosa and 
And I feel like uh, we have left money on the table during this Nick Saban era. We should be farther, much farther along than what we are. Tuscaloosa is a good city, but it could be a great city, uh, especially considering the, the city's growth has not matched the the university's growth uh, in, in a lot of ways. And, um, you know, nothing major hitting Tuscaloosa uh, since Mercedes from an industry standpoint. But um, I'll talk a little bit more about that after we finish this conversation. And, uh, as there's a story up on Tide 109 that if you hadn't read, if you're in Alabama native, uh, you may want to read and find out. I mean, Tuscaloosa native, you may want to read what the university is up to. So we'll give it a shout out in a moment. But back to the Nick Saban uh, scenario, Mason, uh, what, what you taking? I mean, you taking Nick Saban for eight or two guaranteed natties? No, give me that eight years. <laughs> I mean, I think, you know, I, I feel I feel pretty daggum confident that in eight years we're getting at least two. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 you know, is it is it winning the natty? Think about this. How much fun is it? Like right now, we're what, what are we anticipating this year? The national championship, right? But but the fun of it is watching it play out. So. So, so yeah, you kind of think about the, the the natty and and the fact that Saban being here, because because the reality of it is, you would say he'd have seven years to win three, most likely. You know what I'm saying? Like when when, when I'm thinking about it, uh, Nick Saban for eight years. Uh, Cam Tim says Nick Saban for eight years equal guaranteed two natties. Good chance he'll get three more in that time frame. So, uh, you know, so so I guess that's kind of the thought process is we're expected to um, uh, the, to be the guy this year. We're expecting Alabama to win a national title uh, this year. Um, do you see Nick Saban hitting a milestone, guys, that would prevent him from being uh the the coach for another eight years uh is, is there something that he could do that would um would prevent him from being um here eight years oh man um i don't know um he's sitting at seven national championships maybe if he got to 10 in the next five years you could potentially see that, but I don't. I don't know. I mean, I think he just loves coaching that much. Yeah. So, um, and Curtis Lewis, uh, through throughout, he said his health, and I would, I would say, you know, health would possibly be the one thing that would prevent Nick Saban from, um, uh being here that long, you know, you think about it, he's still, if he coaches out his eight years, he's still going to be, what, two, three years younger than what Bobby Bowden was when he left uh, Florida State. So very possible that you could see Coach Saban here eight years. By the end, he'll be making like $13 million a year. And who thinks that if Nick Saban wins the national title this year and is consistent for two more years that he won't be getting an even bigger raise, they're going to – when Nick Saban walks off the field, barring some something really crazy or him sticking around too long, he will leave as the highest paid coach ever. Y'all think that the university will give him that honor? 
Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. All right. It doesn't I don't question anything. All right. Um Let's go ahead, and uh, we got a couple calls. Let's go ahead and get the break here. Coming back on the other side, we'll continue the conversation right here on the Martin Houston Show. Point nine traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, the good news, we start our morning accident-free. The bad news is, looks like it's going to rain all day, so just slow down and be careful. If you see colors, styles, and sizes, everything you need to have fun out there is right here at academy.com. Proud corporate partner of the Crimson Tide. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky mostly cloudy today and tonight, scattered to numerous showers and thunderstorms are likely. The high today, 81, tonight's low, 68. Tomorrow, a mixture of clouds and sunshine with a chance of scattered showers and storms by afternoon, the high, 86. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 73 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17-plus years, specializing in graphic design services commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904 or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. Hey, we were talking about money, money, money. Nick Saban getting a deal. Greg Burns getting a deal. You know, uh, is, isn't just uh, Nick Saban that's um, <laughs> loving life. Uh, uh, <laughs> Kirby Smart recently got a deal where he was the highest paid coach in the country, but it did not last very long as Saban uh, leapfrogs him. Uh, and then Byrne also got a contract extension himself of three years that takes him to 2029. So uh, he going to ride this uh, Saban train just about as far as he can, right? Uh, and uh, he gets a 5% raise. They really don't think they ever say what he, uh, uh, what his um, uh, salary is. But, uh, you know, we probably need to someday talk about where he ranks right now as an athletic director and will he leave here as the all-time great athletic director with what he's managed to do on any <clears throat> other sports? But uh, I know we got a couple calls, and I'm sure they probably want to talk about Nick Saban and his contract. Chuck, you're in with the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on Top 100.9, and that's the Alabama One Hotline welcoming you in. What's on your mind, sir? Oh, good morning. How are you all doing this morning? Uh, uh, you know what I was calling for? As, 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 as the late Tupac said, I, I mad at you. I ain't mad at him. Uh, yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, yes, because, uh, I look at it, look at where he is. That's, that's amazing. To, you know, at this point, here's a man who's going to be, uh, 71 on, on, the, on Halloween. 
and and to continue to be relevant like that and and uh that says a lot think about the people that he that he coached uh with uh, the the time that he was a young coach think about people who were coaching during that time that have come and gone and uh if someone is still living or retired uh just think back to uh who was coaching there like Woody Hayes you uh, your uh uh Bear, Paul Bear Bryant over at your school and uh and um Frank Cush at Arizona State. Things just think of his name, Errol Parsegian, and just at Notre Dame, and just Dan Devine, just people who who passed on. And, and the thing about him, he's still going strong, and uh, that that says a lot right there. And to pay all those people, all those people like your athletic directors, that uh, and many other uh, people that there at the university, that says something about your boosters. Uh, you can't be mad at them uh, and the people that that go in and say things about them. I say, you know, what are you doing at your school? Yeah, you, well, you look at uh, not just you name the old guys. Uh, I would love to see if you looked at the Division One, Division One coaches that are currently coaching. How many of them were coaching when he came to Alabama? Um, Chuck, I, 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 I would bet you that there's probably not ten coaches in the country that were coaching when Nick Saban. Um, That's true. Name. You think think about uh, let, let's think about who he's competing against, Chuck. Um, okay, you're in, you're out um, in in college football right now. Um, yeah, the 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 college um, AP poll, Alabama's number one, right? And oh, yeah. then when you look at the next four um, teams, you got Ohio State. Uh, Day, how old is he? He's probably in his forties, maybe. You got yeah, Kirby, maybe the old guy. Kirby, not the same age. Uh, Kirk, Kirby yeah. is in his forties. You got Dabo. He's not the same age. Yeah, Kirby, not the same yeah, age. Yeah, and he's fifty-two. Uh, then you have Lincoln Riley in his forties. Um, who else? Uh, Cristobal. Uh, who else was in the in top ten? Let me pull it up real quick. Yeah, Cristobal in his early fifties, and yeah. You know, he's the same. Cristobal and I are the same age. We played against each other. Yeah, time, early so. 50s. Yeah. 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 And so, the, uh, Curry Smart and I are the same age. Yeah. So, uh, but. Um, what do you think? I know you know who the, uh, who top 25. I don't even, let me pull it up as you guys. Xavier, can you come um, in on that? Yeah. Uh, you, you just look at it from even another standpoint. There are only eight coaches in college football that have been coaching at their school longer than uh, Coach Saban has. You have Troy mm-hmm. Calhoun, who was hired uh, a yeah. month before. Well, not even really. Uh, Calhoun was hired a month before at Air Force. You have Pat Fitzgerald, who was hired yeah. in July before him at Northwestern. Uh, Rick Stockdale, uh, Stockstill at Middle Tennessee was Middle Tennessee. 2005. Yeah. Gundy. At uh, Ohio, uh, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma 2005. State. Yeah. Frank Solich, Ohio, 2004. Kyle Winningham, Utah, 2004. Gary, uh, well, Gary Patterson just left, but uh, yeah. Kirk Fred, 1998. Everybody else in college football at the Division One level has started their job after Dick Saban. Yeah, and, and the thing the about it is. Not just started their job. Most of them were not a head coach, and the, and the other head coaches 
uh, other than the ones you name, most of them have retired. Um, you know, um, you have uh, Rodriguez, uh, who is launching uh, Jacksonville State this Saturday. Think about that story for a second. Rich Rod is now in the state of Alabama getting ready to uh, coach um, uh, Jacksonville State uh, Gamecocks uh, as they transition uh, up to D1. But uh, he was a guy who was offered the job, you know, what, 16 years ago uh, in the greatest snub ever to the benefit of Alabama. Uh, we'll, we'll keep that conversation going, Chuck, but I need to get to the next call. What else you got before I let okay. you go? Okay, that's something that Rich Rodriguez moved on. He, he was here in Monroe for, for a season to Terry Bowden at uh, University of Louisiana at Monroe, but, uh, but I see he's at uh, Jacksonville State. I see them going in a, a positive direction if he, if he stays long enough. Yeah, well, that, that's the thing. He, he, he was the man at Alabama. Uh, and, uh, uh, and, of course, uh, now – now, and I'm not dogging Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State is a good program for the division. Oh, it is. I, I have a lot of respect for them. Been. But for him, wow, that 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 that's a change. I mean, that you know, uh, rumor has it that great. his wife didn't want to leave and all of that. And I'm not saying Rich Rod would still be at Alabama by any stretch of the imagination. He might would have, but but definitely. Yeah. Some change. I wanted us to come back to the Nick Saban conversation. Thanks, Chuck. Appreciate right. you, sir. All right, you take care. You have a great week. All right, all right. Yeah, Chuck. Chuck bringing up some some interesting conversation. Talking about all the old guys who have passed away uh, since Nick Saban started. Uh, I'm going to get that AP conversation up in, in just a second to look at, think about who Nick Saban is competing and why that matters with him getting an eight year contract. But let's bring in Pat. Pat, you're in with the Martin Houston show on Tide 100.9 on the Alabama One Hotline. What's on your mind, sir? Good, good morning, Martin. Uh, want to tell you why I, I'm keeping Coach Saban because I not counting the title that we're going to get this year, uh, but he is positioning himself uh, for the next eight years. At, uh, this recruiting class that's coming in in 2023. Oh my goodness! And the and the fact that he could add uh, Kamari McLean to this uh, defensive backfield that he's putting together, hey, and this is going to—he's building a defense with edge rushers, uh, with uh, McKee. I mean, with what we hey, with what it, that's still on the board, hey, and it looks like they're trending to Alabama. He's building a defense that can handle these quarterbacks, these hotshot quarterbacks, supposedly, that are getting around the country. What do you think, Martin? Well, I mean, I, I think without a doubt, that's what I was – if you look at – okay, let's look at, let's look at something, Pat, and then, and then this is what's impressive. It's not just that, that Nick Saban is 70 years old um, and, and, and whatever. It's the fact that he's 70 years old and he is on a current 15-year streak where his team has been number one, which I think I think is going to be a more difficult record than national titles. I, I just I don't know that either one will ever be broke, but I think for another coach, at least in in in, in if I live to be you know 80, 90 years old, I don't see it happening. Uh, 
getting to that 15 streak because you have to understand no one has a current streak um, going except for Georgia. Um, I don't think Ohio State made it to number one last year, so no one else has a streak going. Uh, Georgia has a, a streak going. But Nick Saban's number one in the college polls. Um, he is number one in recruiting. Uh, he's number one in draft picks. He's number one in graduation rate. He's number one in money earned by players. He's number one in salary. He is at 70 years old, Pat. He's at the top of his game in every measurable category, right? What category Absolutely. is Nick Saban not number one in right now? Okay. So that, that's number one. Number two is, number two is, if you look at the teams who really threaten him, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, Notre Dame, uh, Texas a and I don't even think that that's a legit – Texas a and at number six. Utah is the only guy – their coach is the only guy who has the level of experience that, that Nick Saban has. He's the only one that uh, was a head coach when Nick Saban took this job uh, – in in the college game, in the top ten coaches, because then you got Michigan. Harbaugh is a few years older than me, but he was in the pros. Oklahoma has a new coach. Uh, Baylor has their coach who who's relevant. Oregon has a first time coach. That's the top eleven. Oh, get down to number twelve, Gundy. Uh, it, it, and so in the top twelve teams, you're looking at guys who who are irrelevant uh, as far as. Uh, his age in there. And the thing about it is when Nick Saban steps away, guys, that group of coaches I just named uh, with the, with, even though Willingham and Gundy have been coaching for a while, guys, they're still young. They're still 15 years younger than Nick Saban uh, probably. And they're all going to be battling it out. So I don't see anybody touching him now. And unless he has a, one of those, you know, immediate drop offs, Pat, I, I I think he's going to be dominant. X, you got anything on that? Yeah, I mean, when you look at everything Coach Saban does and to the point of the fact that he every coach in the SEC has been replaced. Most schools have replaced the head coach numerous times since yep. he's been at Alabama. I think Georgia has the fewest with Mark Rick and Kirby. But every other school has replaced the coach at least three times since he's been at Alabama. And that's probably the most impressive thing about it, that nobody nobody can co compete with him enough to even just keep their jobs in the SEC. Yeah. yeah. I, go ahead, Pat. No more. And, uh, and everybody said he wouldn't be here but a year or two. Yeah. Well, that what's crazy is what's crazy is how how long was Coach Bryant here? Five years. Twenty five years, right? Twenty five. If Nick Saban holds out, lives out this contract, he will be here. What twenty three? Twenty right there. Twenty four. 20, 23, 24, 
because he coached the 2007 season. So, um, and, and so do you think that, 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 that there may be another extension coming and he just gets that record too? So, but anyway, Nick Saban, clearly, man, I mean, you think about what he's done. It, it, Pat, but he's still, tell me where he's doing something less now than he was um, in 2009. Tell me one right. area in his program that is not as strong as it was, even even forget 2009, Let, let's take 2009 was part him, part Shula's player. Let's take 11, 12, 13, where he could have won, you know, three in a row, should have won three in a row. Uh, name an area in his program that's probably not as strong as it was then. Are we as strong offensively? Everything has improved, Martin. But, uh, yeah. And what I can what I can see, and uh, like I said, and it looks like his recruiting is becoming that uh, he's getting better and better, and that all these people that have seen the process undoubtedly aren't paying attention. Well, well, but Pat, this is what nobody's talking about. Nick Saban has changed his recruiting process. Uh, yeah, Curtis, I'm going to get you to call in and tell me what you mean by hiring. Yeah. Curtis Lewis said hiring coaches. I'm thinking he's saying that that's not as, that's not as good as it was back then. So I would, I would love to, 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 to know and have Curtis explain that. But um, we, we'd love to see that. And, I, I, and I'm sure Curtis is talking about Pete Golding. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, Curtis loves him some Pete Golding now. Hey, look, Martin, yeah. I'm going to let you go, buddy. Hey, have a great day. And uh, like I said, that I'm keeping coach because it looks like uh, that with the pieces that are going to come into this class that – Oh, this thing's going to be by far the best NCAA recruiting class ever in history. Yeah, right. and I think Have we're going to start seeing that record broke every every year. Hank mentioned that the other day. Uh, Nick Saban uh, definitely still doing things at an extremely high level. Uh, let's talk about it. On the other side, guys, uh, Xavier Mason, is there some area of this program today that's weaker than it was when he stepped foot on this campus? Uh, we'll talk about it and break it down right here on the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier. Remember Alabama One, alabamaone.org. Go check them out for all of your financial uh, needs. Alabama One uh, definitely have great promotions going all the time. And, hey, listen, we're also about the member experience. You own us as the members, and we want to make sure that you have a great experience. That's why we're rolling out more anytime tellers throughout the state, throughout our network. And the Anytime Tellers will give you more access to your money and more ways to manage your money to self-serve and answer all your own questions at our Anytime Tellers. It's the next generation of ATMs. If you hadn't seen them, stop by one of them and see what all you can do when it comes to managing your finances. Alabama One, improving the member experience so that you can improve your financial situation. Hey, that's Alabama One, AlabamaOne.org. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. This is Timothy Bowens with your Tide Sports Update. The UA Board of Trustees approved new contracts for Nick Saban, Greg Byrne, and gymnastics coach Ashley Johnston. Saban receives an eight-year contract worth nearly $94 million and remains the highest paid college football coach in the nation. 
Alabama softball welcomes Lance McMahon as its new pitching coach after spending six years at Illinois. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. Run it again! For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a report of a wreck on 2059 eastbound just past Malisham Parkway exit 68. If you see conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. If you need a new vehicle, you need to go to Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer, the home of a lifetime powertrain warranty. I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said, it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn, which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com, that's peptalks35.com, or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Into Tide 100.9 for more of the Martin Houston Show with Martin Houston and X's and O's Sports Xavier Houston. Hey, welcome back into the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier. Hey, listen, I don't know if you heard that sports update. That was uh, Timothy Boyne Jr. Uh, and uh, anytime I get a chance to give a shout out to former uh, players at the university, I, I, I try to do that. And uh, Timothy is interning with uh, Tide 100.9, but his dad is uh, the head coach, the new head coach at Brooks High School in Lauderdale County in Alabama, uh, former wide receiver here under the Crimson Tide. Um, and I was told he's also a pastor. So giving him a shout out, uh, wishing him the best up uh, up in Lauderdale County as he came back uh, to the high school level to Brooks. Uh, so uh, kudos to him. Uh, anytime I get a chance to give a shout out and, and glad to have uh, his son as a part of it. And Brooks is, uh, I mean, not Brooks, but uh, Bowen is also the, the uh, brother 
of current Alabama head coach Freddie Roach. So, uh, I guess coaching and sports runs in the family. So, kudos to them and good luck to them. So, anyway, uh, we talk about Nick Saban, guys. Uh, and I asked Curtis to call, and I think he responded. Uh, the question we had uh, was, "Is um, what's worse about this program now, or what's not at the same level or higher than um, what we had?" So, Curtis, you're in on the Alabama One Hotline on Top 100.9. What's on your mind, sir? Yeah, but I want to say what's worse about. It. I said what's different the way that coach is now compared to the way he was when he first came to the university, and it's the way that he hires his coaches as far as his tolerance goes and whether he lets them stick to the guns, get it done the way he wants it done, or he finds them another job. Just like saying he fires them, but you know he don't really fire anybody. He just finds them another job and tells them to trot on. But that's just like he did with Nussmeyer. When he decided he wanted to change his offense, he didn't feel that Nussmeyer was going to do that. So he had him trot on over to Michigan or wherever he got him a job at. And he brought yeah. in Kiffin, just like he had when he had um um what's the little guy who's uh, who's the head coach uh, actually who's the DC down there in Miami now. What is that guy? Steele. When Kevin yeah. Steele came, Kevin Steele was one of the strongest defensive minded coaches in the game yeah. at the time when he first yeah. hired him in, and he's done a great yeah. job for Alabama, great job. But yet the next time that we look around, he hired a defensive coordinator in. Every one of those guys was cut from that same – they look like Saban as far as their coaching style. They, they've done things the way that he wanted done, whether it was Kirby Small or whether it was Pruitt. But it's entirely different than what we have now. Not that this guy won't eventually get it, but yeah. in five years, he didn't give no coach five years to get it done. He, Let me ask you this. Do you think – do you think and, and I and I totally see what you do you think what his 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 reaction to Kiffin uh Curtis impacted him a little bit because I know that when he lays down at night, if there's anything that at some point, if Nick Saban's 80 years old and has walked away from the game, I, I just wonder if somebody said, Hey, what's the one move you made in your coaching career? that you violated your own rules when it comes to sticking to the process, which one, what, what's that one move that he won't say that, that getting rid of Kiffin with one game left, um, that, that anybody in here that thinks that that didn't cost us the national title. Um, oh, it definitely did. Know, it definitely cost. I mean, I, you know, I, I just, I just wonder, um, did that change him? Because to your point, since that time, he he does seem to have been a little bit more patient. Yeah, but I don't think it was that one instance that changed him. I think it's one person that changed him, that finally got through to him that, yeah, you're going to need to slow it down and get a little more mellow, and that's Miss Terry. Miss Terry yeah. has always been the calming force, the, the person that he could go back and rely on to give him the truth about whatever he's doing and that's how he goes from that point on. So I think he's become a lot calmer over the years. Because oh. Terry's been in his ear a little bit more, but he's been sinking in. So therefore, it's like, well, you're getting closer and closer on that certain age, y'all. Maybe I'll yeah. just quit biting everybody's head off. <laughs> like when you done that. Uh, they, say, they say it was the grandbaby, Curtis. They said it's yeah, the grandbaby. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That, there you, the you hit it on the head. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. grandbaby, grandbaby, watch you on TV, watch you sit there and bite Maria Taylor's head off that day on the sidelines. He went back and apologized to her when we got back on the air on Monday. <laughs> he put an apology out there. I like, yeah, I said, Miss Terry got into him. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> right. Appreciate that, Curtis. That's a good, right, good take, man. Appreciate it, sir. Thanks. All right, now. Bye-bye. Man, that's, hey, that's one of the things, uh, X, uh, it, it makes that I love about our show. People are interacting, and and that's the cool thing about chat, where they, they 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 have a thought, and then we're able to bring them directly into the conversation. So I'll let you guys respond to that. X, you go first. Uh, kind of, you can respond to any part of what we've talked about. Coach Saban has definitely changed his mentality, of the way he handles his coaches and assistants and things of that nature. And I think when you do look back at it, I think if he does walk away with any regrets, it'll be uh, getting rid of Lane Kiffin one game uh, early in 2016 because that national championship game was probably the most winnable one of the three that he's lost, just given the circumstances. And, yeah, I I think he did change him a little bit, and you see that he doesn't quickly get rid of coaches anymore and, his philosophy on that has changed since that day, which I think has benefited Alabama in the long run. Yeah, uh, Mason. Yeah, I agree with what all of X just said there. I think, uh, I think, I think that decision is is one that you know he probably still thinks about pretty regularly, and it uh you know he's he's probably he probably wishes he had maybe handled it a little differently, but I'd say he's done pretty all right since then. Yeah, and, and I think what he would do different, he would do one or two things different. He would either get rid of Kiffin sooner. Or he would suffer through one more game, um, I, and I think that's where kind of uh, where, where where you have the, the the big change there. But guys, when we were talking about the, the fact that he signed an eight year deal at seventy years old, um, and the fact that guys, is there any part of his program that's worse off than th- that's not at the same level it was when he went on the three year streak? I can't say that there is. I think everything has at least at bare minimum stayed the same or gotten better. I mean, you look at the offense and how the offense has changed since then. You know, he's gone from a really run-dominant team to he's had teams that have been extremely balanced to pass-happy teams since that day. And you look at the fact that he's had a, another running back win it. He's had a wide receiver win the Heisman. He's had a a quarterback win the Heisman, uh, the 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 way the defense is built, more leaner, quicker, twitch, edge guys, uh, the defensive line has been able to do a lot more, more athletic and a little bit smaller at linebackers. The safeties aren't as big as they used to be. More athletic playmakers in that area as well. Like just the way he's able to keep changing and moving and progressing with the game to stay on top, where a lot of these coaches that were extremely successful got so stuck in their ways that they couldn't change when the times changed and their team started to suffer. And you haven't seen that with Nick Saban. Mason. I mean, I pretty much that's I I pretty much share the same sentiment. I think I think uh, you look at every aspect of this program and it's it's the same or better. It's he he continues to improve on what he has done year in year out, and you know he just he just gets better and better each year. 
Yeah, and you know, guys, and this is a question that Xavier, you just mentioned something. It, it kind of snuck up on us. How many Heisman Trophy winners does he have? Four? Four. Okay. Um, and, and, and we won't get into this conversation today, but remember how everybody used to say the reason Bear won um, um, the championships because he was more about team than he was individuality? Is that yet another place, and we can have that conversation kind of a true-false um, of, of, of what separates Nick Saban. We'll, we'll kick that to tomorrow. Um, but as I look at this team, man, um, Curtis said his defense aren't as, as stingy. And I agree they haven't been. But are we not saying about right now? That's what I'm saying. As he goes into this contract, guys, is he right now potentially – now, the numbers won't be as low because I think 17 – points in today's offenses is about the equivalent to a three nothing seven nothing shutout type of game if you hold the team to 17 points today you're you're pretty much a shutout because if you're not scoring more than 17 points you're not winning anything uh so 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 somewhere in that 13 to 17 range is where the points need to be uh, or lower uh to have a dominant defense in today's culture in my opinion you would say that this defense, you expect them to perform at that level. You would expect this offense to potentially be as high as any offensive team he's had average-wise. There is balance. Punting. We have a returning punter uh, for, for, for that, that may not be as good as J.K., but he's expected to be solid. We haven't talked about punting. We have a kicker that that <laughs> that that we expect to be the best that's ever played here under Nick Saban. So – so, so you, you, you have a coaching staff that he has managed to keep his offensive coordinator and his defensive coordinator together, okay? Um, the, um, and, and so when you look at it, and then you look at recruiting, and here's the question, guys, that, that will separate Nick Saban. And, man, we, we have to kick it to, to, to tomorrow. So y'all hold on to this thought. Why Nick Saban? I'm gonna say this, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and get I'll get give you guys a quick chance to respond to anything you want to, but let me give you a closing thoughts. But but guys, one of the reasons Nick Saban will do the 15 and no one else ever will is um that we will absolutely not see another coach, in my opinion, that it has the ability to evolve the way he has. That's why Nick Saban is going to be better. As things have changed, all of those who have his process, guys, that left here with his process, have they evolved the process to keep up with the game? Is Kirby right now doing what Nick Saban did when he left here four years ago? Because the game has completely changed with NIL, uh, football, I mean, and all of the different aspects. So uh, we, we'll pick up that conversation as well tomorrow. Uh, so, guys, you have to come back on tomorrow. Closing thoughts, X. I'm extremely excited to see what's going to happen over this season all the way to 2023 with Nick Saban being here longer and, and locked in. Like God willing, you know, his health stays good and he's able to finish out this contract. But I think Alabama is going through a run that we will never see again, whether it be in our lifetimes or ever. Because you're talking about 20 over 20 years of, if he keeps it the way it's moving, of just pure dominance of college football. Coach Bryant had a great run, 
but his run doesn't compare to this run that Nick Saban has had. And that's really saying something when you look at the fact those are two uh, of the greatest runs in college football history. Uh, Mason, got any closing thoughts before we get to Scotty? Uh, no, I mean, I pretty much, again, I pretty much agree with everything y'all have said. All right. Hey, let's get to the break here. Come back on the other side. We have Scotty Hollins, Executive Director, Blueprint Ministries, with the Empowerment Ministries Christian Moment of the Week. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a report of a wreck on 2059 eastbound just past Malisham Parkway exit 68. If you see conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. If you need a new vehicle, you need to go to Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer, the home of a lifetime powertrain warranty. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Wednesday morning. Norman Crow was the lone no vote by the Tuscaloosa City Council last night on an ordinance to allow medical marijuana dispensaries in the city. Because the vote for dispensaries was not unanimous, they will have to take a final vote at next Tuesday night's meeting. The state will begin licensing supplies and increasing family engagement. Tickets are $25 and they'll be collecting school supplies for Green County School System and Para of Green County. You can purchase tickets at the gate. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show, the sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on Tide 100.9. It's now time for us to get things rolling with the Executive Director of Blueprint Ministries, Scotty Hollins. It's time for the Empowerment Ministries Christian Moment of the Week. It's time for Scotty Hollins to encourage us how we can incorporate our faith into the boardroom, the classroom, or our chosen field of play. Good morning, Scotty. How are you doing, sir? Hey, Martin. I'm doing great. Uh, How are you? Doing well, doing well, man. I kick it to you to take us, uh, take us down the home stretch. I, I, I love it, man. Looking forward to it, man. So as we think about continuing our series, uh, uh, the series is what did uh, or did God really say? We, you know, we're trying to figure out as we look at wanting to be um, God, you know, His ambassadors, Christ's ambassadors um, in the boardroom, in, in, you know, in the classroom, in the chosen field of play. Um, it, that, that will boil down. If we're going to be his ambassadors, then we need to be those who are living out his truth, who are walking in obedience to his word. Because guess what? Sometimes we are the only Bible. Our lives are the only Bible that anybody will ever read or see. And so if our lives can be representative of what he would do, um, responding how, how God will respond. And we think about three things. God loves, uh, we think about um, uh, three things our lives are supposed to be focused on, and that's knowing Christ, becoming more like him, making him more known. Well, when we know him more, then we'll become more like him. When we become more like him, we'll make him more known. And so, but we look back at where's the foundation, and we look back at Genesis, and we look at um, how uh, Adam and Eve had, a, had, Adam had received instruction from the Lord, hey, eat of any tree but this one tree, and then um, he had passed that message on to Eve, and Satan came to try to detour them and, get, and distract them, and he was successful in distracting them. And so I want you to understand in this first, uh, as we think about really living out our faith, really walking in obedience to God's truth, uh, understand that Satan will come uh, and, and really uh, attack us with the same exact plan. And, and, and his plan is this. He's going to get us to question what God said. Did God really say, don't eat of that tree? Mm. And if we do know what he says, 
uh, and we do remember what he said, and that's some of us will remember. You know what God's word does say we, we shouldn't do this, or God's word say, does say we should do this. Then he's going to attack you with the, well, let me tell you what God meant by it. And so in order for us to, to be able to walk in obedience to God's word consistently, we have to be able to, uh, first, know what God's word says, but second, we need to be, but be able to know what he meant. We got to be able to interpret it, all right? But thirdly, and here's the point I wanted to make today, uh, we got to tr- choose to, to believe it. Uh, you know, as we think about believing God's word, if we know what God's word says, Martin, and if we believe, if we understand what he meant and we choose not to believe it, then either we don't believe that God's word is true or we don't believe God's good. I mean, and, and you, we could probably think of some other uh, uh, things that, that, that would probably imply as well. But, but I want to say, listen, if we can know what God's word says, if we know what he means, then let's not, let, let's choose to believe what he said, because guess what? His word is true. Let me just put that to rest. His word is true. His word is the Bible is accurate. And guess what? Our God is good. He is very good. Um, he, he is as a, um, as a, you know, the, I think the scripture is, says he's been better to us than we've been to ourselves. And it definitely says that he loves us more than we loved ourselves, lo- love ourselves. So I want us to think about that. If we're going to be able to be his representative in the classroom, in the, in the boardroom, in the chosen field of place, then we got to know what he says. Man, we got to be spending time in God's word daily. Guys, get up and, and, and let's, let's get time in, God, in God's word daily. But then we got to be interpreting it and, and going to church and, and, and hear Martin interpret the scriptures, right? But then we got to thirdly, we got to really trust and believe what we have, what we've come, the conclusion we've come to. And finally, we have to choose to obey it. Understanding that that is truly the best, best path for us. Yeah, you know, Scotty and I, I'll quickly, you know, as you were speaking of that, man, if, 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 if someone tells me something about Scotty Hollins, if I have not settled who Scotty is in my life, then they have influence with what they mm. say. If I have settled who Scotty is in our relationship, even when I hear somebody say something about Scotty, my first inclination is to reject that and then verify it with Scotty mm. and, and watch Scotty's life. <laughs> and, and, and so, so if it, it, the, the, the devil got them to look at what he was saying and Eve for some reason, if you go back and look, she added too. She said, he said, don't eat or touch. He didn't say nothing about it, don't touch it. Now, Adam could have added that. <laughs> right. Adam could have added that or she added it, one of the two. But my point behind yeah. it is, if you don't know, if you don't know the person, then you have to go to the source to know the person. Then when someone says something contrary, you're able to reject it. Tell them real quick, man, um, where That's they awesome. can find you uh, and what you got going on. Absolutely. You can go to www.blueprintsusloose.com. You can send me a message there and come straight to my email. Amen. Hey, and, and one other thing I'll quit for all of you out there that may be saying, but what about this? What about that? Who God is is not determined by my circumstances. God is who God mm. is. Uh, mm. And my circumstances are the way I walk out being who he's called me to be. All right. Thanks, Scotty, man. That's Scotty Holland, Executive Director of Blueprint Thank Ministries. You. Empowerment Ministries. Uh, Christian moment of the week. And if you want to find out more about Empowerment Ministry, that's my personal ministry outside of uh, my pastoral. And we'd love to come share with you on a Sunday or Wednesday or Thursday or any other time. Love sharing the gospel. Hey, remember this, trust in the Lord always, lean not your own understanding, always acknowledge him. And we'll direct your past. We'll be back here tomorrow talking more Alabama, more Nick Saban, 
more championship right here on your home for Alabama sports, Top 100.9. Trust in the Lord always. Ain't not, you don't understand. Always acknowledge him. He will direct your path. Roll tide out there, everybody. Thank you.